You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, Fem. Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, welcome back, Fem Fam. We hey, we love you guys. We're excited to bring you another episode of Just Us because we know you missed oh us. My God, <laughs> I know. But don't it's worry, like only been four episodes ago. Yeah, and we've got lots more <laughs> guests coming up this season too. But we decided we just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit because we wanted to update you on some shows we've been on, and we wanted to talk about something that keeps coming up over and over again. So, yeah, yeah, I think. So recently, we've been on D'Angelo Thompson's show, Gratitude and... Beauty and Gratitude. Beauty and Gratitude. Yep. Apologies. Um, and and then we were also just on our favorite filmmaker, Noam Kroll's podcast, Show Don't Tell. Mm-hmm. So if you guys haven't tuned into those already, they're amazing. Um, their shows are so uniquely different and both offer such great advice um, to people who are navigating their careers. And um, I I think Tess and I noticed from both interviews and things that have come up just overall from other past interviews that we've just been on. Um, well, which, we get wait, asked- before we say what it is, <laughs> speaking of past yeah. interviews, I just want to let everybody know on our website, there's a whole list of every show that we've been on, every interview that we've had written up about us. So make sure you check that out. Yeah, that's like the easiest way, definitely, to to go see them all. So yeah, that's it. Thanks for <laughs> for plugging that in. No, that's huge. It's, it's all there. So if you hear this, that's the best way to go find yeah. it all, um, is right on our website. And the topic that keeps coming up for us is um, how to get through the the fear and the feeling of imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and um, how we battle that. And I think it's come up because people ask us, like, you know, what is the one thing that maybe you have to fight or how do you how do you own the producer title mm-hmm. or filmmaker title or how do you go about making your first feature film when maybe I don't like if a filmmaker if a filmmaker feels they don't have an audience yet mm-hmm. or hasn't done enough yet I mean we all I feel collectively in the community can feel that yeah. feel those feelings of I can't call myself a director I haven't really done this huge director thing you know, whatever you think would qualify you to do that or um, to step in and own that title. And I think, I guess, Altessa, um, I'll go ahead and mention the first things that come into mind. And if you want to um, chime back mm-hmm. in, for me, I think the first way to kind of combat those fears is just to accept 
the things you've done and value them for what they are. Yeah. And, and without being so critical, I mean, we're all going to be so critical of our work, but know that it's a, it's a process, but if you don't give yourself the permission and to have that title, no one else will. And no one's going to. It's it's something we all have to fight for, for whatever it is that we're trying to do. Yeah. And as long um, as your work is out there, like if you have something, it doesn't even matter if it's good because we're all going to start from the beginning, right? It's probably not going to be that good in the very beginning. But as long as you have something out there, you can call yourself a creator. No matter what yeah. like uh, type of artist you are, you know, from an actor to a filmmaker, to a painter, to a musician, doesn't matter. Cause I think the arts is a really tough career to have because it's like, it's hard to really measure your success unless you're, you know, mm-hmm. a list or whatever. But yeah, as long as you're creating things and putting them out there, that means you're doing it. That means you are technically a filmmaker, actor, musician, whatever it is, you know, that you're putting out. So pat yourself on the back for that. (laughs) Absolutely, fam. Give yourself that pat and know that exactly, we all have to start somewhere. But if you don't give yourself the permission, it's going to be a lot harder to get feedback Mm -hmm. to, you're going to, you're going to weigh the opinions of others much more on yourself because comes back to who you are as an artist and how you're going to ground yourself and keep going. So I think that would be like step one. And then I think the second step is if you worry about, again, not having enough followers or, or a community that's already behind you, again, doesn't happen overnight. And it's important to just like, we have always talked about it and I don't want to, I want to maybe dig in deeper then, you know, it, it starts by putting your work out there by mm-hmm. just shooting the damn thing yeah. and, and to keep going. But, um, and you can start making your community too with like, it doesn't have to be your quote unquote followers, you know, it doesn't even exactly. have to be necessarily the audience that's watching your films, but start with people you can work with, you know, actually on your team of making that film, start with mentors, start with, you know, friends and family, they're always going to support you, you know, like, build your audience with who you know and who is going to help you out in the beginning. And then you will get those fans. You will get those people that see what you're creating and they're tuning in because they want to see more, even though they don't know who you are, you know, <laughs> like they just know your name. Um, it, it's going to build and exponentially, but like you don't have to start with a huge audience, you know, just know that. And this is, this is coming from your femme girls, Carolina and Tessa, who didn't, we, we, if you're new to the show and, and haven't heard us before, we come from an actor background. And so we came into the film community with really limited contacts mm-hmm. because. Except for other actors. We, <laughs> we knew a lot of other exactly. actors. <laughs> we knew a lot of other actors, but the film community we now know today has it, it, it's night and day different. We we literally like didn't know anyone. And I think it's important to know who, who you want to get in contact with. Mm-hmm. So even if you have to do some networking and outreach, everyone, everyone, you know, if you do it, we've talked about this on the show before too, but to network, even if you send a nice message and stuff and like try to build a community with people like, let's say you are a director and and want more director contacts or people. I mean, if you can find the right people to network with, meaning, you know, obviously we'd all love to hit up Tarantino with a DM, but he's not. I mean, I don't think he has an Instagram, first of all, <laughs> but, you know, those people aren't going to respond. So, you know, set up the expectation, but go for it. Try to 
try to network and build contacts. And again, yeah, it's, it takes a lot of people to, you know, it, that all takes time too, because, yeah. and you have to be patient, but you know, and what's a great way to connect with someone is, um, limiting that time to just like, you know, Hey, can I get five minutes on the phone with mm-hmm. these specific questions? But also to give them something too, like, because right. that's a big thing that I think helps specifically with imposter syndrome is like, you don't want to reach out to people. Cause you're like, why would they help me? Who am I to them? Mm-hmm. But if you have something that mm-hmm. you can offer them, like they can't ever be upset that you contacted them. You know, maybe they can say, no, I'm sorry. I don't have the time to, you know, let you pick my brain or whatever that is that you're asking, but they're never going to be upset and they're going to respect you because you reached out to them to offer them something too. Right. And if you feel like you don't have, I think that gets tricky though, because I don't know if if, you know, everyone has like for us, you know, we have a podcast that we can offer, you know, a platform for them to speak on their work Mm -hmm. or, you know, to connect with others. But I think even if you don't have like something really tangible to offer, that's why I go back to like, you know, keeping it concise, Mm -hmm. like, hey, just five minutes or I can email you is a better way. If, If I can even get an email response to certain questions about the industry, be really specific and keep it respectfully short mm-hmm. if you don't have something that you can really give back. Because sometimes you don't. You just need advice. I think but though you that's can what I'm be saying. creative with it sometimes. You know, like think about like with casting, for instance, your mm-hmm. give is literally giving them a good audition because you fit what they're looking for and hopes that you can solve their problem. You know, so like you can kind of get creative with what you're giving too. And I know like I belong to several actor groups on Facebook and it's always like, if you have an ask for the group, you've got to give a give too. So, you know, it's in that post, you'll ask your request of whatever, and then you'll give like, Hey, um, I'm really good at social media. So if anybody ever needs help, hit me up. I'll help you, you know, do whatever. Like it's, that's cool. You can get creative. No, I love that. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for, for pimping that out. That's, that's really smart. And so with that, I think that's like the second way I would say to like fight imposter syndrome is to build your network, build, find mentorship, like Tessa, you mentioned too. Mm-hmm. And that takes time too. Like <laughs> we've, we've had some, I mean, we'll spill the tea, like not horror stories, but you know, people that specifically maybe men <laughs> um, that, you know, you try to get mentorship and then it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go the right direction. And, and you just are, it can be it can be challenging and hard and and then you feel like am i worth anything then mm-hmm. as like was i not even like were they not even interested in my project really it was just you know me um so just know like that takes time too and you really you got to listen to your gut on that mm-hmm. and feel like who's really there to support you and help mm-hmm. you and and always take public coffee shop dates <laughs> <laughs> Like never anything else to to everyone out there. Well, but, I mean, that's um, what's, you know, unfortunate. And it's certainly not just our industry or the arts in general. It's, it's everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, you've got to be smart. You've got to be like, we know how the world is working right now, unfortunately. But you've just got to be smart about it. Like you said, take public meetings with people and, you know, don't agree to anything that makes you uncomfortable. And, you know. Because some people are going to take advantage of people that they view as desperate. So don't be desperate. <laughs> don't be thirsty, you ho. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm Shane O'Hare of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Join myself, Derek Krenevelt, and a guest every fortnight as we discuss video game news, video game reviews, and dissections. That's Geekscape Games every two weeks on Geekscape.net. And I think another, the, the third thing, um, if you are fighting, like there's a roadblock from you going going for it. Um, I do think going for it, like let's put an example, your first feature film, like where Tess and I are at actually right now. And to say that, you know, me especially, because I'm writing this story to go, I go back and I did, and uh, not anymore, but I did in the beginning. Um with Tessa go back and forth like are we really ready for this I feel like maybe it should just be a short like should we really go for the feature film and you know this is why it's good to have a support team and and a network around you because you know Tessa's there pumping me up being like yeah we got this we're ready for it. we got to just do it and but to take it back we did film several shorts already Mm -hmm. and we've learned so much to the point where we'll only continue learning now by doing it. So um, that's something to note up too. Like if you've never shot a single thing in your life, yeah, start with a short film, honey. Like, you know, let's, let's do short form. You're going to learn a lot. Um, But if you've done, and that's to say, I mean, everyone's different, like assess your work and where you're at and where you're comfortable. But (laughs) I think everything's a little uncomfortable (laughs) if you've never done it before. So just have that reassurance but I don't think you have to feel like you need the best short film in the world first to have won so many awards to, to have the confidence to do the next challenging thing mm-hmm. of a feature film. Like, don't feel like, you know, everything is gonna is gonna be its own thing until like you finally hone the whole craft itself you know I think you can always work on like we could get stuck in just trying to make the best short film ever exactly I mean I feel like like you said everything's like awkward everything's scary when you first do it you know (laughs) but like you gotta start somewhere you gotta just do it or else you're gonna be one of those people that keeps saying they're gonna do something and never doing it and that is not what we were about here at Femme Regard so no no and yeah that's what's like you know we again we t- we've been to speak back to imposter syndrome and how we felt about ourselves, And that's why we're like, we're having the podcast and, you know, from the very beginning, we're like, Oh, we're bringing all these filmmakers who are so accomplished. And here we are not having really shot the big award-winning short film, the big feature film. We haven't done that yet. And it was definitely hard in the beginning. At least I can speak for myself, kind of mm-hmm. like fighting and be like, okay, we're promoting this show and who are we to talk about it? But we we just quickly were like, that's not what we're about. We're not here to lecture you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is filmmaking 101. But we hope that we can shed light on our experiences and others and what works for them and for us and our failures. I mean, I think we can cry about it together (laughs) or we can laugh and love. I think we can confidently say that we have done that because people have come back to us grateful for what we've shared with them, you know? And so like, 
that that's proof right there man it's like our audience appreciates what we do you know so I was just saying from the beginning Mm -hmm. like to take it back to where we started FemRegard Mm -hmm. podcast like that's definitely again to speak to imposter syndrome but if I sat in that we wouldn't have this amazing show and now to have like the amazing feedback we've had um so that's again like just to normalize who we are (laughs) as humans like on the scale of even doing this show was was a a thing we just had to like push through the discomfort of feeling like we aren't anybody to be talking about it Mm -hmm. um and now we're at a point where it's like okay like I don't care what anyone thinks about our trajectory because it's unique to us and we know where we're going. And my favorite thing to like think about is you can't be moving backwards if you're moving forwards. Mm -hmm. Like if you're constantly trying to, again, write the next script and let's say you had a failed script or like something didn't work out. Okay. But if you're not stuck and you keep your, okay, I'm moving to the next project that does you're not failing. You're you're just mo- you're moving forward. Yeah. And I think that's something I would say. You know, in, if anyone feels like, oh, like I don't know, I didn't have a win yet. Well, you maybe yeah, the next go around. But it's not. It's actually a win to just keep going. Yeah. Like many people get stuck or stay back, and and don't move forward. Any progress is progress, even if it seems super tiny. Yes, honey. <laughs> Forward moving know, in the right direction. That. Yeah, and that's like I, where we're at with our next feature, our first and next feature film. We we had another one. We talked about this before too on our show. We had another one in our works that we haven't given up on and we're going to circle back to and hope to complete it. It's just we know you know, the trajectory of where our projects need now that we're more educated on budgets and what it takes, the capacity just from having this show that's been so wonderful. We're like, okay, we got to move things around. And that can sometimes feel like a setback. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys have to like move things, projects around, or, you know, you know, don't look at that as a setback. You're, you're just trying to, to take in the data reanalyze and then keep going. You know, that's when, when you get stuck, cause you're like, oh shit, like this feels like it's so hard, mm-hmm. you know, and you get stuck. I think that's, that would be, that's a place you don't want to be yeah. in. And you just got to find a solution and, and keep going. Well, cause making, I, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> I think. And I mean, making a movie is hard. It takes time. It's like people that do just like rattle off shorts all the time. I'm like, I don't know how they fucking do it unless they have no other like day job or life because, and I mean, kudos to them, but I just, I couldn't imagine doing that. I mean, I know Carolina and I, if you guys don't already know, like we've both got full-time jobs. Like we've got, we don't have time to just make films all the time, you know, but that's what is most important to us. So we do, when we take the time, want to make sure that we're putting all the effort in, you know, and doing it right. So that's why it does take us a little longer, you know, but yeah. yeah. We have to like, you know, especially if like certain, especially in the beginning stages when you're like self-funding some of the, you know, parts of it, it's, that's why it's more precious to us a little bit um, that we just make sure everything is, you know, good to go because we want to keep the momentum going. That's the thing. We don't want to have to start and be like, okay, now we have to figure out the rest mm-hmm. of this because we didn't do pre-production correctly or, you know, like mm-hmm. all of that comes in stages. 
Um, so it's okay to be patient if you are compare, like, again, comparing yourself to other people who are just constantly pumping it out. That's, that's great. I, I think the people that I've seen, I think for just based on our show, yeah, the people that I think are able to then, you know, make the full feature thing, they have everything, you know, chronically, chronicle lot. I can't say chronologically. It. Thank you. <laughs> yes, <girl. laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> it's Monday for us here in LA. Tess and I have been Facebook <laughs> campaigning oh, all morning. Oh, guys. Yeah, if anybody's really good with learning. Facebook ads, let us know. <laughs> no, no, we're learning and I can't wait for one day for us to share our wisdom and knowledge <laughs> with you guys because it's a whole crazy world. Oh my gosh. But yeah, if you do have tips, please. Send us an email. We'd love to connect with you. <laughs> but hopefully we can we can give you guys some tips um, in the future because that's, I think, is a, we'll see, but it should be something that would pay off <laughs> to help <laughs> with life. If you line everything up and you do it in the proper order, then you're prepared. Then you're ready to go. Then you have no surprises that you have to worry about. And I mean, okay, it's filmmaking. There's always going to be surprises. Something's always going to oh, go yeah. wrong. But like, for the most part, you're going to be ready. You're not going to have something that you're like, oh, shit, that costs an extra thousand dollars that I don't have in the middle of filmmaking or in the middle of the, you know, filmmaking process. Like, be prepared. Get everything down on paper in the right order. Get your ducks all lined up in a row, whatever that saying is, and you'll be ready to go. So some pasta on the wall. (laughs) New listeners are going to be like, what? (laughs) I know. Uh, Tune into season one or don't. (laughs) But yeah, exactly. That is what I'm trying to say. And then like, you know, okay, let's say you, for example, you get your funding and you don't have your finalized script and you have all your investors like, you know, like ready to go, like you're going to look unprofessional and maybe lose that money, Mm. you know, from the investor pool, like things like that. That's why it's just like, make sure you have a solid story. First and foremost, it's done. That's something I've learned. Like, I just want to know my story story is solid and, and then we can take it and change it. Cause yeah, again, things will change. Mm -hmm. That is normal. But I think, yeah, exactly. Get get everything lined up for you. So, and that that'll also help you fight imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know your vision. You know your story. You know where you want to go with it. Have all those answers already answered, because <laughs> then you'll feel less stupid <laughs> talking to people. It's true. <laughs> be like, it's so true. Just be like, I know exactly where I want this to go. This is the audience and why. Like, just have any answer or you know, look up questions that people might ask, you know, or do some research or talk to people like, okay, if I go into this meeting, what are the questions that might come up Mm -hmm. or, you know, have all those figured out. And I feel like you'll even feel more prepared, you know, just knowing, okay, I really feel like I could answer any question about my project or who I am in this role. It could be for a job, like for directing, like no way. It's like prepping for interview on on LinkedIn. <laughs> like, you know, they're like, okay, do a interview prep. Yeah, do that for if you're trying to book a job or a gig or, you know, sell your film. Like have, I think the more questions you already have pre-answered, you'll also feel very much more confident mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
the more you're prepared for anything going into it, the better or the more confident you're going to feel about it. And the more confident you feel, people can read that, you know, it's like an energy thing. People can tell when you're nervous. People can tell when you're like not comfortable <laughs> answering the questions or whatever, you know. So, yeah, prepare. Then you can be confident and then you're going to go into it and they're going to see that. What um, what's like a Tessa morning pep talk that you give yourself? <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know if this is necessarily a morning pep talk, but I do like to actually like practice things out loud. Like I will totally talk to myself in my apartment and like act out a scenario of, you know, what I think an interview would be, for instance. Or if I'm not saying it out loud, I'm at least like literally thinking it through like a script, you know, um, that just That's really prepares so me. funny. <laughs> I do the same thing. Girl. I think a lot of people 100%. do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't... I think it's one of those things we don't talk about, but everybody does, you know? Like, Well, guys, if you're listening, DM me like, yep, I talk to myself all the time. Let us know we're not Let crazy. Let us know we're not crazy. But to even like, what I'll do though is like take notes on what I'm saying out loud too, like the best phrases. Like yeah. I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because if you're like me... Who can definitely go on tangents and ramble. Sorry, listeners. This is why we don't do solo (laughs) sessions. Just kidding. Um, You love me. It's all good. Um, Yeah, I'll take notes of the best points. And so that way, if I, if especially if it's a phone kind of call or Mm -hmm. interview, I have my points already listed. So like, I'm not going to like verbatim. I don't want it to be like fully scripted, but I'm like, oh yeah, these are good. that phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Hold. (laughs) I mean, sometimes I'm just like, when you're nervous, your brain kind of go blacks out. For me, when I get nervous, it kind of blacks out. And then I'm just stuck trying to be like, oh, shit, oh, shit, what was that word? Right. Or that, that like, perfect thing that I could have said. And so, yeah, if I just take a little note of that um, and glance down, you know, that, that totally helps me if you're like me and get nervous and kind of black out <laughs> <laughs> on, on calls. So... Um, or, but again, that preparedness, there you go. Like I'm prepared. I I've talked it out Now I have my bulleted points and I can get, you know, get, keeping it short and simple with anyone is, is the way to go. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. But I love that. Thanks for, for answering my question. Tessa. <laughs> I think those are like the three things, um, yeah. that I feel like can help fight imposter syndrome. Um, know that you aren't alone in this at all. Yeah, we all if feel you ever it. need, we all feel it. If you any of you need a fem fam pep talk, DM us. We're more than happy to respond, tell you guys that it is okay mm-hmm. if you're nervous, you got this, boo. We are here for you. So ne- always feel free to reach out. We love, we love that shit. Yeah. We love connecting with it. you guys. Yeah. And if you love us so much, please leave us um, a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would help so, so much if you want to support your girls. Yeah, rating and review, it really, it helps push us up in their algorithm because, you know, everything's all about algorithms these days. But the more reviews and uh, ratings that we get really, really helps us. And it helps people who aren't already aware of us to discover us. So, yeah, we would really appreciate that. We will. So on that note, keep creating 
and we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to FemRegard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in every Friday for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and review. You can also join the FemFam on Patreon. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.